Welcome back to the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your co-host, Dan Morin, and I am joined by just figments of my imagination. Guy English is here. <laughs> I, I, you've ruined it for me because I was going to make a figment <laughs> joke. From like, like Disney this World? Is, or? This is why I had to go with sponsor wow. reads because like, you know, every time I came up with an actual joke, I'd get stomped on. I'm just uh, at this point. I'm just your guilty conscience. That's, that seems right. And yes, the, my Jiminy Cricket, I guess. Uh, also here, a hallucination of John Moltz. Hi, John. Uh, Dan, is it the beard, Dan? Is that what's throwing you off? <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. I like it. Uh, why would he? Have, why would he have a beard? Why would the figment of his imagination have, have a beard? <laughs> They're trying to age him. I don't know. Anyway, there are it's many fine. questions. We are here. to I'm discuss, just happy to see Tommy. Yes, we are here to discuss the penultimate episode of season seven of Arrow, episode twenty-one, entitled "Living Proof." Our Bruce Springsteen time, uh, time, or Bruce Springsteen title, um, and John Moltz has volunteered his tribute to do a uh, a recap. Of this I week's have. episode. Yes. Okay. So Oliver is trapped under a concrete beam, and who comes to his rescue? Tommy! Yay! Yay! Meanwhile, Officer Grumpy and the SCPD have a warrant to search Smoketech's offices, but Felicity uses her sonic phone on them, and she and Elena make an escape. Uh, Ghost Tommy encourages Ollie to get out from under the beam, which he does by way of a freeze arrow. Then Tommy helps him uh, pop his shoulder back into place. Uh, Sadly, uh, he's still trapped in the area he's in, and his bow is busted, but he has a couple of explosive arrows left. Felicity, meanwhile, is able to contact Roy, Dinah, Diggle, and Renee. She tells them about what Emiko did uh, vis-a-vis the the footage of Roy killing the security guards. Oliver manages to repair his bow, but the first try doesn't work in terms of he's trying to blow his way out of there. The uh, backup generator goes on in the building they're in, which is bad news because it might ignite the chemicals in the building. They need to shut it off, but it's surrounded by benzene gas. Don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah. Tommy mm-hmm. suggests that uh, continuing to, to, to Oliver, that continuing to blow things up might make the building fall down. Being stuck, it turns out, is a metaphor oh. for Oliver and Tommy being stuck in their father's cycles of garbage parenting. Again, blowing things up doesn't seem to work. <laughs> Roy realizes <laughs> they'll never make it in time to get to the generator by going around it, so uh, by going around the benzene gas, so he's going to go through it. He shuts the power off, and the team thinks that he's dead, but... Oh, he makes it. Yeah, oh, but he did God. some great parkour. Of yeah, course I, he did some I great parkour. Parkour is his way over. <laughs> yeah. That's his middle name. Of course he did some. <laughs> Roy Parkour Harper. It's, first of all, it's very similar to his last name. Yeah. French. Uh, it's It's just, it's right there. It's staring you in the face. Emiko breaks into the bunker to kill Felicity and Elena, but Felicity tells her she's pregnant, so uh, Emiko shoots the computers behind her instead. Oliver tells Ghost Tommy uh, his chastising won't work, that he has to be as ruthless to Emiko as she was to his father, and uh, somehow the wall falls down and he gets out. 
Felicity gets the bunker back up and running. Elena recommends treating her life like a computer security, like uh, like computer security, and that she needs to keep her child safe. And in order to do that, she has to go offline. Oliver and the team find each other, but Emiko and her goons have found them. Fight, fight, fight. The place is about to explode, but Oliver won't leave without Emiko. Oliver gets the drop on her, and she threatens his family. Diggle is right behind him and says, don't, but he shoots her in the stomach. And then he turns around and (gasps) there's a green arrow in Diggle. Diggle falls. He runs to see what's going on. The whole team has green arrows in them and they're all lying down dead. And then he wakes up. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. And he's still with Tommy and he's still stuck under the beam. Tommy tells him, uh, oh, no, not yet, actually. (laughs) He's still with Tommy. (laughs) Tommy tells him fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, blah, blah, blah. And he can only be free by leaning on his good side. Oliver then wakes up again, still stuck under the beam, and uh, the team runs in and finds him. Emiko uh, managed to steal some arrows from the bunker and uses them to attack the SCPD to further frame Oliver. They, uh, the team heads over there, and once again, the SCPD is going to have to go through a difficult recruitment drive <laughs> because practically everybody seems to be dead. Officer Grumpy is still alive and says someone dressed as Oliver stole the weapon from the subway. Wait, fight, fight, did fight. we get his... What was his name last week? Uh, Billingley? I don't know, I forget. Billingsley? That was it. Biff yeah. Billingley. Biff Billingsley. <laughs> yes, well, he's exactly. a Biff because he's Bingsley. kind of... Yeah, right. Bingsley. Yeah. Bingsley. It's much dumber than yeah. Billingsley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Fight, fight, yeah. Bing Biffily. Emiko uh, gets up on the roof and Oliver follows her. He has another standoff with her. She tells him to kill her and he refuses and then she manages to get away just as the vaunted SCPD helicopter division arrives and tells them to freeze. Meanwhile, in the future, Felicity watches an infomercial for Zeta, the Archer-enhanced killer robots of Galaxy 1. She wants to destroy <laughs> Archer, but she, that seems think, funny, but that's exactly what they are. I don't think anybody, I, that isn't, you are totally right, and I don't think we've ever had those words strung together quite that way. I don't think anybody, I don't think anyone has ever had those words strung together. That is right out of like a, it sounds awesome, but it's right out of like bad sci-fi. Yep. Zeta, the, the Archer improved Zeta soldiers of Galaxy One. That's awesome. <laughs> she, so she wants to destroy Archer, but she needs a hacker friend to do it. Guess who that is? She also wants William uh, to lay low, and William manages to come up with a plan to mask themselves from Archer, but he needs Kevin Dale's laptop to do it. Felicity doesn't want him going in and uh, going into his office, and William feels that she's treating him like uh, she and Oliver did when he was 13. Felicity goes off with Roy to find the hacker, and Maya recommends William confront her and demand answers about the way Oliver and her treated him. He decides instead to go meet with Dale. He activates his watch to download the code, and it turns out that Renee is also there. Dale figures out what he's doing, and he has his goons seize them! Elena shows up at the bunker, and their relationship uh, seems to be icy, as Elena is responsible for Dale getting the Archer code, uh, although he threatened her and uh, said that he was going to kill all of her loved ones if uh, she didn't give it to him. Felicity realizes William is missing, and suddenly the Galaxy One goons break in. Dun-dun-dun! <gasps> uh, Elena's punk future haircut's pretty dope. 
I think she yeah. has one of the uh, another one of the good age makeups. She and Roy, yeah. I think, are the best uh, so I think far. So. But mm-hmm. Felicity's growing on me. Yeah, it's why. not bad. It's not bad. I mean, yeah. she ages very well. <laughs> but, As you can well, know. yeah, yeah. She's got that like a mom haircut. Yeah, I she's don't know been, what that means. She's uh, been that's... living in a prison and or <laughs> off the grid, so a lot of time for all the the moisturizing routines, the anti aging stuff. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Tommy Merlin, they managed to bring him back again. I was checking yeah. to see at one point. Uh, this was the thing that I had spoiled for me, but fortunately, you like it's in the first like two minutes of the episode, so it yeah. wasn't a huge spoiler. Um. The uh, I was looking back to see how many times that they've brought him back. Uh, I think the answer is once in season two, twice in season three, and then I don't think again until season until last year when he uh, huh. when we have Christopher Chance appearing as him. What did he do in season three? In season three, I believe he appears twice. I think oh, flashbacks. Yeah, well, one of them yeah, is a if flashback you count the, if you from you Hong count, Kong. Right. Oh, but you, right, but if you, found... well, what about the um, the crossover the um. Oh was that yes, last? sorry. Yeah, the Nazi, the Nazi, the Nazi Tommy. crossover as well. Yes, yeah. he appears in that one, which was two okay. years ago, I think. I think it was two years ago. Well, it yeah. wasn't this past one; it was the one before, right? Yes, yes. So I, I looked it up, and I'm now I've forgotten. Uh, but I will double check. Yeah. So he's they've gotten him back. Not every season. There were a couple seasons in the middle there yeah. where they didn't quite get him back. But yeah. So yeah. Uh, once on Crisis on Earth One, once when he shows up as. Uh, 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 Green Arrow. Once in the flashback, he appears briefly in the episode. I don't know in what capacity. Um, I think it's the episode where Sarah dies in season three. Hmm. He's hmm. he's cited by. I've, I've, it's been so long since I've seen that yeah. episode. I don't remember yeah. why. Well, I think if you run the numbers, they come out to uh, not often enough. <laughs> i was i will tell you i was hoping that somehow he was real <laughs> yeah through the whole thing want- i you know it's all the all the evidence clearly pointed i mean although he you know i i was thrown a little bit when he helped him pop his shoulder back in or whatever he was doing yeah um i thought well he wouldn't be able to do that if he was just a ghost but maybe there's like that sleight of hand saying oliver did yeah. it himself well but, Ollie also has his arm like he's holding his arm when it happens right yeah yeah, like it's, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that he couldn't do. Like he knocks the arrow into Ollie's hand, and at the very beginning, the freeze arrow. Yeah, to help him get yeah. out. And of course, it turns out literally none of that happened. Right? Like, none of that. Doesn't. None of that happened. Which explains yeah. a lot. I was, I but I was, was really hoping. I was really hoping that Diggle would come in and say, "Tommy." <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I liked it. I liked that even though they you know acknowledge up the front like this is what's happening. I liked Tommy in the role of his. I don't know if it's his conscience, but it's certainly like a part of him that knows better, right? Yeah, that yeah. You whole, can tell he knows yeah. better because he's got a he's got a beard. He's got a beard. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, <laughs> they can't get him to shave the beard. Though he still has other contractual obligations. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that they call it out. It's like, yeah, you look good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I kind of, do I? You know, I'm torn on that. I almost think that they shouldn't have. <laughs> I I enjoyed the rapport between those actors a lot. I really like Colin yes. Donald. He's he's mm-hmm. always he's a, managed to create a character that is pretty indelible despite having been killed off at the end of the first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, 
similar to Moira, right? She had a little bit more playtime, obviously. Yeah, she got up. Yeah, she got further. Yeah. But yeah. Agreed. I, what, yeah, I, mean, I would love, I would love yeah, to see her come back, but that doesn't seem yeah. like that's happening. Yeah. Oh, I would. And again, sure. yeah. another love letter to season one. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. With him trapped under the. Well, A, trapped like Tommy. I mean, and they just call, they call it out. that out. Yeah. They but did, also, yeah. so this, this episode has two of my favorite uh, sort of setups for Arrow. A, trapped someplace underground, and you've got to improvise your way out. I love that one with uh, Felicity and Ollie. <laughs> yep. and B, oh, yeah, that's a good one. And B, Ollie trips balls. Those are <laughs> those are two of my favorite template style of episodes. Yeah. And it's yeah. great. Ollie tripping balls well, I, is always the best. Right. And that's the thing, like they you know, he he just sort of rolls with it like, you know At this uh, point uh, this has happened before. I know what this is. At this point it's <laughs> like it's, he's not even he's I've not seen even ghosts again. He's like, oh, this again. Just just keep talking to him, it'll be fine. He's like not even surprised. He's like, "Oh, you're, you know, it's just my conscience." But I like yeah, the message perfect. that Tommy brings home here too, because I think it's, it's the great. kind of thing that we yeah. discuss a lot too, where it's like, "Haven't we been through this before? You got to mm-hmm. just stop doing this." And yeah. yes. I enjoyed that. Like there were subtle touches in there too that made me think that some of like when the uh, when he tries to get out, when he successfully gets out of quote unquote successfully gets out of the of the basement. Like the way the wall fell down and like opened up, I was like, that seems like a really weird, slightly convenient. <laughs> yes. And I sort of yeah, thought right. about that and I was like, now nah, whatever. I'm, I, you know, that's just a decision. Yeah, they whatever. Made. It, yeah, just moving props around, like letting the viewer know that the wall fell down is maybe cumbersome. So it, they did it in this way. Right. Like you, you, you excuse the weirdness of it because, because it's a TV show. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's and, this TV show in particular. And I would say that they <laughs> yeah. they did a pretty good job of getting, like, when he shoots Emiko and then Diggs got the arrows sticking out of him, I had, a, I like rewound. I was like, did I miss something? Did she shoot him? Like, what the hell is going I on? I did that too. I did exactly I did the same think, thing. I, I thought, like, oh, did, was she also holding her bow? But, like, didn't make any sense. I didn't rewind because I had trust and faith in the writers to actually <laughs> reveal to me what had actually happened. But, you know, you guys do you. Yeah, we're, um, skept- we're skeptics. It's fine. I, re- uh, but I no, rewound. I, I, was like, there, was a, there was a Starbucks cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since edited out. Yeah. Uh, right. um, Got a tall latte for Jim <laughs> Digman? <laughs> for Tommy? Um, no, I, I thought that maybe she'd thrown something or like some something had happened, but it was one of his arrows, or at least it was green. Yes, so. yeah, it was definitely green. green. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I, I was definitely surprised. I, I really did think that Diggle had taken one. Yeah, yeah, and that, I mean, once they once they revealed that everybody else was dead, I was pretty sure that like, oh, he is hallucinating this entire thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was or, it was a brief or, moment. Or the budget for next year went <laughs> way down, and they're like, hey, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-man show i think i think i think where they lost they they cut some corners cut some dollars there as they got rid of his helmet yeah yeah they, yeah oh Diggle, he Diggle has loses back, his helmet in he this has one. it back at the end though <laughs> so when they yeah, go to cpd he's wearing another he's wearing a helmet oh god oh, oh yeah. he's got a backup okay right, i found so. that like a little bit cumbersome because they explained that his helmet got crushed and dinah takes a line to say that her staff got broken uh yeah, Either which I particularly cared about. What I did right. care about was when she improvised the staff by yes, breaking that, that was uh, cool. pipe. That was awesome. <laughs> also, everybody's Maybe, missing yeah. their masks, which I noticed. I think that was part of it. Yeah. Like Roy and Dinah are both also uh, maybe not 
Renee. I don't remember now, but like the other. Yeah, no, he doesn't have his. He doesn't, he doesn't have, have, have mask. None of them yeah. have their masks. Yeah, on. No, yeah the, none sure. of them have their masks, which is always noteworthy because, of right. course, you know, half of them wear eye, blo- like eye blacker, you know, mm-hmm. to fill in the mask. And of course, like whenever yeah. they lose the mask, it's immediately gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the best choice because it, it is, it is an episode with them predominantly in their costumes and you yes. want to be able to see their faces. Yeah. And I don't care. I don't care for the explanation yeah. of where his helmet went when somebody I also, dropped. I also, but I love I the choice suspect, of not wearing it. So I also suspect that tw- as they get towards the end of the series as a whole, they want them less in their masks, masks as well. Probably, you know, for, probably for bo- both reasons of, for the actors to show their faces and for reasons of character. Right, yeah. so, we, we made so a, the audience can see them. We made a big point about that this season with them working, with, you know, as vigilantes, but without masks. Right, Ollie not wearing his mask for a bunch of the season. So I think yeah. that's kind of in keeping with the theme that we're going of vigilantes yeah. being legal. And I like that Emiko. I like that Emiko's plan. It's a solid plan, right? Because fundamentally, yeah. as we talked about last week, I think. It's not something she concocted. It's something they did, right? right. And yeah. and that and that works really well because they're like, well, it's jeopardizing everything that we built this year. It's like, yeah, you, you did help your friend cover <laughs> like cover up murdering yeah. two innocent people. Yeah. So that's kind of on you guys. Yeah, yeah. And that's and, and that's, that's brought out through Dinah's reaction. Yes, uh, through the whole episode, she goes yeah. she goes through an emotional arc in this episode where she's like. You know, kind of like you know, we should have turned Roy in. We should have like you know, this he should be he should be thrown to the cops so that everything is right again. I guess. And Roy and, volu- and Roy says he's going to turn himself in too. Yeah, and Roy says he's going to yeah. turn himself in. And then he tries I to think kill it's himself. A bit late by <laughs> then, he tries to sacrifice yeah. himself, and then yeah. she's like, "Okay, I kind of I kind of get what they see in you now." Yeah. Right, yeah. and also calls oh, out yeah. that they don't know each other very well, which I think is also worth worth pointing out. Right, and especially right. in right. contrast to in, in the future. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, and I love the way they played out uh, Roy dying in a poison pit. In that, uh, the characters, <laughs> it that played hard for the characters, but we knew it couldn't be the case because we've seen the future. Um, so they didn't keep us waiting. Yeah. You know, I, they I didn't string quest. it out and have us like we got the emotional yeah. reaction. We saw them slump down and be depressed. Uh, Dinah was clearly hurt uh, or at least emotionally affected. And then Roy pops back up, which <laughs> great job done. Like the emotional although I moment did, I did had have, and go. I did have my questions about how because like Felicity makes a point about like how incredibly deadly that stuff is, and they're like he's got like ten seconds and he can't breathe any of it in. I was like. <laughs> He he's hold, in there for a is full he just minute holding his breath for that whole minute like i guess <laughs> well he's got three things going for him uh mirakuru yes lazarus Pit. Yeah. he's yeah. undead yep mm-hmm. and have you seen that guy do parkour <laughs> also, <laughs> also also i think the biggest thing is it's a sh- superhero show yeah so. plot armor yes plot armor there's a bit of that too yeah <laughs> hey it just occurred to me last week after we recorded that uh thea and roy are like undead lovers oh yeah that's cool that's, <laughs> that's like 100 off one hundred percent in a dangerous vampire, time. <laughs> zombie, exactly. I um I liked uh the uh Tommy's point that they uh both have secret half sisters. How weird is that? Yes. That was um, pretty funny. I enjoyed yeah. that part. Uh yeah. also a tip of the hat to um understanding the writing on the show. Yes. Like I, I it's a lot of that uh Tommy conversation is a bit of a meta commentary on on 
on some of the tropes of the show. Yep. And I, I just made me enjoy it all the more. Yeah, I think as you go into your last season, you know, it's seven seasons yeah. into a superhero show, you're aware that you have a formula, right? Like, I was thinking, yeah. like, if I were making my Arrow drinking game, one of the <laughs> definitely one of the things would be like every time. <laughs> don't, don't give us an idea, man. Well, it depends <laughs> on which season, right? Because because well, earlier seasons, it would have been, you know, you would have definitely at the middle square would have been. Can we have the room? Yeah, sure. I, I give a a, a big, I mean, a, I'm worried you would be too hammered on this or get alcohol poisoning, but the uh, every time somebody says they kept a secret to protect somebody else, uh, yes. which, across every superhero show on this network, yeah, is a, like, you would be, you would, might It's have particularly to go to bad on The Flash right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah yep. I just finished watching The Flash. And I they, just caught they, up as well. I'm not, yeah. I'm not completely caught up, but I, or at least I don't think I am, but I, I've seen enough to like, it was like, oh God. But there's you know, like, Arrow is also, Barry grow up. <laughs> Arrow yeah. is also fairly guilty of that. Sure. Uh, of that, course. Felicity says that in this episode about the whole, like, leaving William, abandoning William was to protect yeah. him. Um, yeah. So that was a big one. Family, obviously a big, uh, theme this week as well with mm-hmm. Oliver. I, I liked mm-hmm. Tommy's point that, you know, like essentially, you have to believe that she can she can come back right because you did right you yeah you did right. manage to to pull yourself back from yeah. the brink uh right. certainly is, in his eyes right like like he yes. died judging ollie very very harshly and it it uh set ollie on the arc for the second season yep um or at least his ever his never ending battle to Stop murdering people with names. Because <laughs> if you don't have a name, you're in huge yeah, trouble. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He's like, he goes through this whole thing about like, I'm going to kill Emiko. Don't kill Emiko. I'm going to kill Emiko. Don't kill Emiko. And then he like, the minute he gets out, he's just like pumping arrows into guys in masks. <laughs> if you don't have a name, are you even really alive? That's my question. I guess not. Like, <laughs> no. That's why if I ever fight Ollie, I'm wearing a name tag. That's the first <laughs> step one. Hello, my name is... Hello, my name is Guy. Um, <laughs> Can't kill him. <laughs> um, I I was really disappointed for a moment when Ollie shot Emiko. Yes, so was they I. Li- they linger on it. Yep. And I'm like, oh, not again. Like... I really? thought that was he, well I, done. I think, yeah, it was I really I, well done. I think I, I think I wasn't because I just sort of assumed. Like, first of all, I wasn't sure that he had. I thought maybe there was a chance that he had like deliberately put placed the arrow so that it would incapacitate yes. her and not kill her. Yeah. Right, because I not think in that the was eye that was what I was leaning on in that shot moment. her between her vital organs. Yeah, right. It's like when Ray got or Roy got stabbed several times. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Like you got an expert stabber. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we we hired an expert to stab you. Yes. Don't yes. worry about it, Roy. <laughs> You're fine. Quit complaining. Um, but no, I was. I like. I really did think because you. You, you, I don't know if it was last week, Walt, that you called it out, but you were saying that it's nice that um, you, uh, you don't want Ollie to be like, now I'm going to undo my work of not killing people and get right. extra, extra mad to go kill the bad guy, yeah. which is going to solve our problems at the end of the season, which yeah. is always like... we. D- it's his version of hulking out and like it's yeah. boring. We've done yeah, they did and they did that like several times. Twice at least. At least twice, yeah. And yeah. I was happy like so when it, they did it, I was like, Oh no. 
I really yeah. thought you were not going to do this this time. <laughs> well, and it gets back to well, your I point. Didn't want, I didn't want him to do it at the time. Like, when he killed Damien Dark, I was like, eh. No, okay, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I commented at the time, like, I don't, I don't approve of that decision. I agree. Yeah. But I, I think, um, again, to Guy's point about the meta commentary, like, that's where right. this comes into play again. It was like, yep. the writers are clearly aware of that fact. Yep. And, and also are, you know, after having these, this entire these writers yes well the yes yeah. And, yeah, this year's and clearly after that entire thing we can't have him just kill her next week right like right. that would not that would be a really terrible ending to this season uh so i'm kind of curious yeah. to see what they decide to well, he, do he explicitly well, says freeze, i'm not going to kill you <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah. So Which, I like you can't you can't walk that back forty five minutes later, you know. So Yeah, right. Right. So I, I thought this was a I thought this was a good uh like an arc. It's a mini arc. Like it's a mini arc in this episode that encapsulates the the really the larger arc of the entire show. Uh which is right. you know the kind of thing you want in your in your penultimate season penultimate yeah. episode. In in your in your Springsteen app. That's right. Uh yeah. I didn't notice Did you notice that they uh they used the title in the uh, yes, in the script. I did. That's another old Arrow callback. Yep. Tommy says you. I, I wrote that line down. He says you are living people, living proof that people can change. Yeah. He says he says you are darkness at the edge of town. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just dancing, <laughs> dancing in the dark. Uh, I uh, I really every every time with you, Oliver. It's one step forward, two steps back. <laughs> Some would say you were born. In the U.S., <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not desecrating Springsteen for the sake of this joke. <laughs> I really loved his goodbye to Tommy too. The that he says, "I miss yes. you every day," and yeah. uh, it was just. Mm-hmm. It was a very sweet moment. Um, As do we all. Yes, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Tommy say "I know"? I think he says "I know." I think he says something like that, and then he says, "Time to wake up now." And he does the. He snap. says, "I love you," and he says, "I know," and then he yeah. wakes up. Yeah. Yes, yeah. right. Then he does the Thanos snap, and yep. And then the everybody's dead. <laughs> um, yeah. Does uh, I couldn't. Uh, you know, I totally, I totally blanked on this, but um, what is all is Ollie carrying his own bow at the end? What what is he using? What you, well, that's a good question. He he imagined he fixed it, right? right. Yeah. But wait, he also point. imagined it was broken, though. Yeah, I couldn't figure oh, out. That's I, ah, it doesn't occur to me point. until now. Okay, I have enough. to go back and look. I sure right. he has backups. I mean, well, he, and the uh, weird thing, like, there's something, uh, like, doesn't he somehow know that Felicity told Emiko about their pregnancy? Uh, no, he doesn't. No, because we, no, we see he doesn't until Emiko reveals it, and that's when he shoots her with the arrow that he caught. Yeah, thank you, Ollie. Yes, love it when he catches. No, an but arrow. I mean. Uh, yeah, but okay, so that's my point is that she says that to him, I mean, which I guess you can say is imagined. But I think that's, that's his fear. That is that is something that oh. actually happens. Yes. When he does talk yeah. to Felicity, when he comes back, he, you know, and yeah. says, like, I'm glad you're still alive. Is the baby okay, etc. And I think he, yeah. like, I think that's a... There's it's a, a short slight, it's a little it's a little loose but it's, it's okay. a little loose but i can understand yeah. why that's that's his whole fear is, is like her coming after his family right like that's yeah. that's kind of where that deep-seated i need to kill her is coming from is like we're never yeah. going to be safe right and so right. it's a logical leap for him to make i think three ghosts does something like that too like or at least one of these trip and balls episodes some <laughs> 
figment of his imagination tells him something that then he just knows like later on somehow. i really want the, like the second to last episode of next season to be tripping just tripping balls, balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? I am Biff Conklin. <laughs> and you're Trippin' Balls. <laughs> Trippin' Balls. Hey, maybe Conklin that's the name of our next show. <laughs> our new show. Tri- Trippin' Balls. <laughs> Trippin' Balls. Biff Conklin. Trippin' Balls. Trippin', Trippin Balls with Biff Conklin. Yes. I, yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, I'm going to print up the t-shirts right now. Yeah. <laughs> Future future plot is uh, seems to end in kind of a dire place this week. Mm-hmm. Everybody, well, yeah, just like last robots. week. But yeah, although Officer Grumpy might still be alive, he may. Uh, I'm thinking there's a possibility that Officer Grumpy may uh, his 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 story arc might be showing up. You know, at the beginning of the next episode and saying, you know, is this conspiracy corner? Maybe, but um, they they no, it wasn't them. They were okay. Yeah, but they know that they, that they kill that they covered up Roy killing those guys. I don't I think know. he's gonna be okay with that. Yeah, he also saw. He, I, uh, we also saw Roy do some crazy parkour in the um in the SCPD to help people out. So. He did. Yep. He flips off a wall for no real mm-hmm. reason. No real reason, particularly, yeah. but but still, it was very it impressive. Was cool. Well, it was the, cool. the reason begins with par and ends with core. <laughs> <laughs> That's his reason. It's reason in itself. Well, we could call him Roy Har Parkour. Do not ask for who the parkours it for <laughs> the, the, you. The, the core pars for you? It's hurting my head. Um, um, yes. No. What, you want to go back to doing Springsteen quotes? <laughs> so the uh, flash forward this week, uh, that's where I was going when, when John started talking to the SCPD. The flash forward this week ends in a in a dire spot with everybody surrounded by robots right. that can totally murder you, uh, yeah. including William and Renee, uh, which is a, is a bummer. I'm kind of curious to see where, where that goes. They've, they've said publicly, I think at this point that the flash forward plot will continue next year, I believe. Uh, again, yeah, why hire those people if you're not going to keep them around for a little while? Uh, so I'm kind of interested to see how that develops. I'm still not convinced they won't, try to do some sort of pilot that's like arrow 2040 or something but i just i don't see how it well okay i don't know i don't know I young, don't know. young I mean, william isn't these are these aren't like these aren't characters that people know i, I, well, I just that's don't the whole, picture people I, that's my point that, is but, i think they're gonna, yeah I, I wonder if they're trying to build into that but i also understand that yeah. that's a hard road but maybe they are maybe they are i mean they have a big question about their superhero franchise uh starting next year because of the yeah. whole uh, crisis on infinite earth thing and the end of arrow. So I'm kind of, I think they're probably yeah. trying to position like, where do we go from here? A la not too dissimilar from what Avengers is doing post end game in terms of just how, how are we evolving our franchise past the franchise we have built for the last X years? Right. right. Well, I, so I think you picked an interesting word there is how are we evolving it? And to me, the future timeline, the, the reason it doesn't uh, sort of ring, it doesn't appeal to me frankly, is um, these kids are making all the same mistakes as their parents have, and we've seen that arc. And I'd be setting the clock and being like, well, yeah. these are all new people making the same dumb yeah. mistakes. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I want to see right, that. You right. know? Like it, doesn't, so. it, doesn't, it doesn't bring anything new to the table, particularly. Yeah. No, yeah. not for me. For them as characters and them growing, sure, but I've seen that, and I, I'm, I don't know if I need to see that again. Yeah, right. Fair. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it just This is me being totally 
playing network TV metagaming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like a big shot. That's right. That's what I do. Um, <laughs> any last thoughts on this week's episode before we get to our ritual? Uh, no, again, so. the, again, the fight, fight, fights are are good. Yeah, the fight, fight, fights were great. Um, yeah, I guess I'll save it for the ritual. Oh, uh, one of the writers on this episode was uh, Sarah Tarkov, and I'm trying to find the other one, uh, Oscar Balderrama. There you go. Who's another? He's been around for a while. He's been writing. Yeah. Episodes. Yeah, I recognize the name. I just didn't. I don't have it in front of me here. Anyway, so that's cool. Anyway, good work again. A lot of love for season one, which is great because I really love yeah. season one. Yep, yep. I think the, I think it's clear that the writers in this season also love season one and the early episodes. Yeah. And I think they're as they again, as I'm sure they are setting up for next season. I think they are probably thinking a little bit about that, like how do we sort of get yeah. back to our roots and like have some nice closure, mm-hmm. a nice arc for like from where we've been coming since the first season. Right. So. Uh, cool. All right. Uh, shall we go around and do our thing? Sure. Uh, John. Biff. Biff says John. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I. Well, first of all, just to see Tommy again. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm I'm susceptible. I'm easily susceptible to that <laughs> just on its own. Um. Right. But but I think it's got. I think it's got good good bones. This this episode and uh, and and I I really enjoy uh oliver's yeah oliver coming to the right conclusion thanks to tommy's ghost and in the the arc of uh dinah as well uh, you know learning learning to appreciate roy like we do (laughs) you know i saw you do some pretty (laughs) sweet parkour living through parkour yeah Yeah, she didn't care that he saved their lives it was just like man that is some (laughs) sweet parkour yeah how could we ever (laughs) sacrifice that parkour He'd be a waste in prison. You can't imprison that man. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Who can imprison He'd that? He'd his way right There's out of no there. There's no way. <laughs> Why not does the cage bird sing? <laughs> parkour. Not parkour. enough room for his parkour. <laughs> parkour. Parkour. <laughs> uh, guy? Um, so the rating system goes... <laughs> 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 you're just, Alex, you're just this episode us. is brought Why? to you by the rating system. I, I kind of enjoyed doing it on the second to last <laughs> one of the anyway. The rating system is Alex, which is bad. Alex is a clipboard goof from season four. Uh John Jr., who is Diggle's son, who is just we're indifferent about and he can just go away. And then there's Biff, who's great. Uh Biff Conklin, again from season four. This is uh this is a Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Because I'm fired. Well, you know, what do you want? Turns out this rating system system needs a few tweaks. Um, It's Tommy because he appears in. That's good enough. But no, it's it's a biff. It's a strong biff. I like, I I wasn't joking that I like the way, I like it when the team or an individual is trapped in dire circumstances and needs to uh, sort of MacGyver the way out. I liked that Ollie was fashioning a bow out of what he could find. I liked that uh, we spent a little backstory there, and uh, Tommy was saying how he used to hotwire his dad's car, and that Ollie's always been good at this kind of stuff, which is cool because we have seen him fashion bows yeah. and just various things over the years, and he seems to be pretty good at this kind of stuff. When he needs to be, he fiddles his way through it. 
And I thought that was a nice little character moment. Um, so I like that part of it. And I really like, and I, and I, I really like the uh, hallucinogenic Ollie stories. I think they serve well um, to give us some kind of insight into his psyche. Um, that is difficult with this character because he's, um, he's a bit, well, I'm going to say he's a bit circumspect when really he just gives a bunch of speeches about his feelings most of the time. But um, he doesn't always get along. He can't talk to other characters the way he can talk to the figments of his imagination. And I particularly liked in this episode where he, um, he thought Tommy was there to test his resolve, mm-hmm. which is character, char- characterically. Wow. Not, I'm not even going to bother. Cate- That's also a Springsteen lyric, by the way. Um, <laughs> categorically. <laughs> it's just categorically not true, right? It, it is the exact wrong thing to take away from it. But that is his touchstone, right? All of the previous uh, sort of uh, ghosts that he's seen have basically encouraged him to keep going with what he believes and, and, and muddle or force his way through. And this is the first time that I've, that I can think of that one of the ghosts has um, uh, been the ghost of future and shown him uh, a horrible future that he doesn't want to go down and sort of changed his mind in a, in, you know, a Christmas Carol kind of way. I liked it. It's it's a strong biff. It's a good episode. It's well-constructed and uh, it's still a fun superhero fight him up. So good work. Wow. Yeah. uh, I think I probably, said most of and more of what i would say about this but i i would agree i i put it on the biff level i really like the meta aspects i really like focusing in on oliver breaking his cycle and especially because mm-hmm. we have this personified in tommy but that in it inherently comes from inside oliver he knows this right like this is something that he is he is at his nature is at war with himself uh because he his instinct is to go for the kill but he also mm-hmm. has been working so hard over the season. And they have, this is one of those great times where I feel like this whole season has done a really nice job of showing us this evolution in Oliver rather than just telling us he wants to be a good person. This has been like yeah. driven home. He started the whole season in jail, right? Like uh, so much of this has been about redemption. And the fact that he came back from that and redeemed himself does play into needing to redeem emiko or at least giving her a chance to you know believing in the fact that she can be redeemed so i think that's a really strong way way message and a really strong way of portraying it um this episode has a couple good fake outs which are really nice uh i i'm always gratified when a show surprises me uh and so i think that was that was well played here uh good performances all around from the supporting cast uh yeah, I, I think this is a really good episode. And, and Tommy gets a lot of great lines. I in Particularly, I mentioned yeah. the uh, insane that we both had secret half-sisters. I enjoyed the, uh, you have Oliver angry face on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so. Which was a little too cute for, like, I don't think live Tommy would have said that. Uh, I, I think he might have said know. it to Thea at some point. <laughs> but I, I know, you know he would have thought it. And so I like that Ollie has him say that, you know. Yeah, and there's also the bit where, you know, yours hasn't tried to kill you about the half-sisters, and he's like, well, I died before I found out I had a half-sister, you know? Um, So, yeah, lots of good stuff there. Uh, And I think if only, you know, the only thing that makes me hesitate even a little bit on this episode is just that I feel like so much of the payoff is going to really depend on next week's episode. 
Uh, sure. I think it's 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 a good episode in and of itself. I agree with you, guy. Putting uh, having a showcase of Ollie and Tommy mostly on their own is also always a good um, a good template episode. It's like having two characters that have to hash things out. Um, mm. That's that's tough uh, because it's a lot of dialogue, but I think it it, it plays well here. So yeah. I I think this is a this is a strong episode, and I'm I'm excited about leading into the last episode of the season. Great. And a Springsteen app. So that's awesome. Always a plus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. This is a real three biffer. Uh, <laughs> we will, uh, I think we're uh, going to sneak in some superhero sweep before we mm-hmm. wrap up. So uh, if you don't want to hear us discuss the Spider-Man uh, Far From Home trailer, which includes spoilers from Endgame. So if you've Indeed. also not seen Endgame, Tom Holland would tell you to turn this show off right now. Uh, <laughs> he might have told you at the, that at the beginning, however. I'm pretty sure he would have said that right off the bat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair. Uh, but yes, please go away now if you do not want to be spoiled on that. Uh, and we're going to do some superhero sweep. All right, okay. so we had discussed it, I think, in our post-Endgame uh, discussion about how they positioned this movie as a uh, they sort of alluded to this movie as a coda of this current phase of Marvel movies. Right. And I think the new trailer like sets that up in a way yeah. that the last trailer really didn't even touch. Mm-hmm. And I was, well, it couldn't. Right. And I, I was, I was impressed after seeing this trailer of how much stuff they did not even touch in that first trailer. Like they were very careful. And even with the fact that they had to basically be like, well, Spider-Man's alive. Okay, everybody kind of knows that. But also that, you know, uh, Nick Fury and Maria Hill survive. There's probably a way around that, but I kind of understand why they needed to do it for that earlier trailer, just to set up stuff. But yeah, it's much more. There's much more going on here. And I, like, this is very much a post-Endgame movie. And as somebody pointed out, when was the last time you saw a movie trailer prefaced by, if you haven't seen this other movie, <laughs> you are going to be spoiled? I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've never seen that. Yeah, that's kind of insane. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, that's the that's the universe that they've built. Yeah. Which, no, I'm, I, I love it. I, have, I, I, I do. I unabashedly love it. Yeah. I wonder if yeah. this would have been the... I wonder if the success of uh, Endgame... Uh, dictated what they put into this trailer i'm gonna guess not just because of turnaround and it takes a bunch of work to do a trailer but um like if endgame hadn't done so incredibly gangbusters out of the box uh, out of the gate whatever it is box gate um <laughs> box would, office they, gate. would they have pushed this trailer further back and had like another teaser-ish one in the middle i don't know like Two months out. This gives away a lot, yeah. like a lot. I don't know. They probably, they, they probably, they probably knew. I mean, they probably, well, certainly they would know from the pre-orders, right? Yeah. Oh, actually, because, they know how many screens they're going to open on, obviously, right? So yeah. that's and they know that stuff indicator. was selling out too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I, I think, I think they, they, and, and I think Disney's kind of dialed in on what they've got going. Right? Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, it, it gets always stick a little sticky here too, because though it is Marvel Studios to a certain degree, it's also Fox. Disney and Sony. So there is like the other one. <laughs> yeah, there's some there is some oh, yeah, tension yeah, there. Right. And, and I had heard yeah. at some point, and again, this has all comes through like the weird trades and scuttlebutt. And you never know how much of this is true. But like I had heard at some point that Disney was pissed that, you know, Sony had put out the earlier trailer 
like before Endgame because it, you know, even though we all knew Spider-Man would survive because we knew the movie was coming, it Mm -hmm. it like still kind of made it very visible in a way that maybe if they had waited and just released this trailer after Endgame or the other trailer after Endgame, it wouldn't have been as clear. Uh, but we didn't like when the first trailer came out. I think everybody was like, "I guess this is like." There were some people I know even asking, "Like, is this after Endgame?" Um, because yeah, you could oh, yeah tell. a lot of people, a lot of people were saying that it was. I mean, I saw some. Well, you know, I shouldn't say a lot of people. But I, was, I saw some people who were saying, "Oh no, clearly this is this is before Infinity War." <laughs> yeah, like, no, and no, I, they had already this confirmed is not, it was this not, is not yes. before Infinity War. Uh, but now it is very clearly after it, since it all links in very much to the death of Tony Stark. Um, yeah. And whether or not I I really enjoy this sort of question, it's sort of it's throwing out there is 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 he the like new Iron Man, essentially, right? Like, is he taking up Iron Man's mantle, Iron Mantle, the Iron Mantle? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's it. (laughs) The Iron Crown. Um, (laughs) It's a throne. Yeah. Or that. Well, not in this universe. Depends on the universe. (laughs) Uh, and of course, the really you can get a Starbucks in any one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Spe- speaking of which, I think this this opens a really big question in that the trailer basically says that there's a multiverse, which is kind of yeah. making me wonder: is that a where the MCU is headed, or b is this some sort of link into the Spider Verse, which is also Sony's? Uh, so yeah. I have no idea, but I'm really looking forward to the eventual Tom Holland showing up in a Spider Verse animated feature being all like really i'm a cartoon now this is awesome <laughs> no but you don't make him a cartoon you make him real life you make him live action and everybody well, I guess else you'd have cartoon. to right because otherwise it wouldn't make any sense you're right well it yeah and you need that one to make sense, sense. <laughs> that would yeah. be ridiculous you know, you know the level the level of logical continuity i demand right. from t- from tvs and movies tv shows and movies how could be a cartoon in one and live action in the other this is preposterous <laughs> You've totally lost me. You've totally lost me. It's totally ir- unrealistic. Um, so I guess we, when the teaser trailer came out, we had some speculation as to Mysterio, which yeah. I think we should amend right now because well, it's there's very different. Yeah, well, I mean, how it it's unclear, and I, I right. would say after having seen Captain Marvel and the changes made to you know comics versions of things. It's unwise to take the comics versions of things as gospel when yeah. it comes to the MCU. Yeah. I mean, I think they're, I think it's clear they're not... I mean, I never really thought that they were going to go straight. Like, he's, he's a movie special effects guy. No, but no. there's a question of, is he even a villain? Right? Like... Well, yeah. There's a question of if he's a villain. There's a question of who he is. There's a question of, you know, like, he could be a Skrull. Um, but the Skrulls are good! There's there's many there's many other... I mean, I don't know if I wish... He's just really know. good at After Effects. That's yeah. all. <laughs> he's a right. VFX artist. That's right. <laughs> he's basically Joe Steele. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I like... I mean, we see a little bit more of Jake Gyllenhaal in this trailer than the last one. Uh, mm-hmm. And it isn't... The parts that we do see are intriguing. Um, you know, I, I don't know where they're going with that. The multiverse thing does really interest me though, because that is a, we have seen that obviously a ton on our mm-hmm. stupid TV shows, but not really the MCU has stayed away from that. But then again, they stayed away from time travel, uh, for the most part until Endgame. So uh, that would be, I mean, multiverses are a staple of comic books, so it would not mm-hmm. surprise me yeah. if they decided that's where yeah. they were headed. It gets really trippy, though. It's already hard enough to follow these things. 
Like, if yeah. you look at the MCU side of stuff, that's what, 22, 23? 22. If you include all the Infinity Wars? Yeah. yeah that's, a lot of, that's a lot of movies. And right? you don't have to follow them. But, like, if you have those and stuff that's not in the same universe, how do you keep, how do you possibly keep track? Of what's affecting what? <laughs> oh, who, I will where, do it. And, I will do well, it. Sure. I, I, people I have a will. board. I have a. I have a pin board. <laughs> I have a lot he of pins and yarn and bolts. pieces of pieces of yarn. Uh, but, okay, so I'm if gonna, we do that, we should do it as a, a service, and we should we should put. What this else pay- do I have to do? Okay, if we do that, we'll do it as a service, and this podcast is going behind a paywall because that is <laughs> that is a lot of work that we're going to be keeping up on. Um, yeah, maybe we should rebrand this podcast as Conspiracy Corner. Um, right. mm. the um well there's some there's some speculation yeah. oh no yeah why does the corner have a door no one knows <laughs> I, I i love the way that the corner has a door it's perfect also i love the idea that all of it's us conspiracy closet right we couldn't afford and, a whole corner and if we ever actually there's no way we would ever actually do a podcast about conspiracies because we they Actual conspiracies drive us all. I can. I think I'm safe in saying, drive us a little bit batty, and we would be angry about that. So, um, I was going to say about the multiverse thing. Two things. One, you could explain. I mean, none of the stuff that's currently in development, and that stuff is fairly vague at this point. Although today, as we record this, they did release basically. Disney put out its release schedule for the next several yeah. years. So there are many Marvel product projects coming, but and we have enough breadcrumbs to sort of figure out which ones go where, uh, at mm-hmm. least for the next year or two. But yeah. I don't think any of the ones that are currently scheduled out have the multiverse necessarily as like baked into their DNA, uh, mm-hmm. with perhaps the exception of the Eternals, which I don't know very much about. But seems like a thing that they... That, I don't I mean, no, it doesn't need to. Yeah, you no, know, there's no reason... Another- yeah, it's We're another like you cosmic. know like the Cree like the Cree yeah. coming and making the uh, Inhumans. It's you know alien race comes to the comes to Earth and leaves a bunch of godlike beings, aliens, man, to be discovered later. But but the other piece of speculation I've heard is that this the multiverse thing is opening the door for eventually porting the Fox uh, yeah. mutant stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I right. think you do need to port if you're going to bring mutants over. I don't think you need to bring over the history of the movies as they exist now. No. But I think you need to bring some of the history. Like, mutants have been around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Professor seems like you Seems like that. Seems like that, I guess. Yeah. It feels like that vibe, right? Like, right, because otherwise, otherwise you're, you're expecting a lot from the audience. Right. Well, and, and yeah. that's, I mean, there have been a ton you're of You're annoying the audience. Yeah, that, that's fair. I mean, it's just like the same thing, the same thing with Spider-Man. Like, okay, they're not, they're not going to start and, you know, do an origin story of Spider-Man again, because that right. we've seen it twice already. We don't need to see it again. Yeah, we, sk- I mean, right. that's why we skipped one. Yeah, which I think right. was a right call. I mean, everybody knows who Spider-Man is at this point in the same way that everybody knows who the X-Men are. We have literally had 20 years of X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. 20 yeah. years of x-men movies yeah and very few, kind of feels that way <laughs> very few good ones that's the problem um is there like a reality bending well okay there is scarlet witch but what, a reality what, bending what you, uh, x-men five, five years of good ones is that <laughs> yeah. yeah didn't we do this last time i feel like we ran down our favorite X-Men we did movies we did do we did yeah. go over the x-men movies yeah. at one point yeah. um so wait scarlet witch does reality bending but she's not an x-man 
Yeah. Like, is there is there a bridge from their hypothetical M X MCU into sort of the mainstream one? I, I not currently. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I mean, Phoenix, I guess, but I mean, yeah. You mean a character? Yeah, a character. You know, like, uh, like if we wanted to believe that uh, we wanted uh, all of the good guys and all of the bad guys to go on a planet and fight, the, the Beyonder would show up and make it happen. You know, like, the only, I mean, there... the only character, the only character that that has any had any screen time that has appeared in both was Quicksilver. Quicksilver yeah, um, but I think guys talking about more about a but, character with the with the scope like a cos- of powers, a cosmic scope. Yeah, right. yeah, no, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, think so. that could that could. Yeah. I mean, the, the Beyonder, or like some they like of that ilk. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, my next re- guess. I've by been the way, reading is... Secret Wars, like the original Secret Wars. Yeah, um, got to get that black suit. <laughs> Yeah. You don't have to get the black suit. He's already no. gotten the black suit. Is that I didn't I never ended also, up. Also they own they own Venom, so well, I was gonna say that I, I, I never Sony has Venom. I never watched the Venom movie. Is there a is there a overt tie in no, to the no, Spider Man movie or no? Uh it, no, not that I noticed. It doesn't have anything to do with Spider Man at all. Right. Yeah, yeah that's, like, that's my that was my impression, which is why I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, which I couldn't yeah. figure out because like Sony owns a whole boatload of the Spider Man uh, character like basically anybody even tangentially involved in spider-man and so they're just they're gonna have to buy sony <laughs> yeah or i don't know what they're doing with that that's a mess oh god it's terrible that i kind of want them to do it <laughs> yeah that, honestly it's so bad it's, it's so, so ba- bad for you like but you know what like John creativity John. Just, i know i know just, you John it's and I so want our awful. popcorn movies, and if that means that only one company can ever exist in the world, <laughs> so be it. <laughs> if if dystopia descend upon, descends upon the Earth, and we're all enslaved by Mickey Mouse versions of the Galaxy One robots, <laughs> so be it. <laughs> somehow, somehow, Marvel and DC have had crossovers, and you know, in the in the comic books and the physical yeah. comic books, yes, and and somehow they made that work. Not very mm. often, once yeah. or twice. I, I mean, think. no, yeah. no. They can make anything they work. But yeah. so my if I, I I mean I have no idea where the next set of things to go for the MCU would be. But I wouldn't be surprised if we have a Secret Wars slash Beyonder style bash up at some point. It's not out of the question. Yeah, I mean point. some yeah. Yeah, Adam Warlock gets pretty twi- trippy, and he's been introduced. Um, yeah, that's right. Well, and there is a Guardians three somewhere on the schedule. Yeah. yeah. Uh the ones yeah, so the, the speaking of future Marvel movies, I think the ones that have been run down are Black Widow, uh which yeah. I think everybody thinks is the next one after Spider-Man probably next May. Uh What about Panther? Black Panther has been announced. Black Panther 2 or not I, I think they've confirmed they're doing that, but I don't know that that one is necessarily next year. Um, the rumor going around today was that the next years are the Black Widow and then the Eternals, which surprised me. But the Eternals does have a director and a script attached, so that's certainly yeah. possible. Uh, and that's I guess the one, can, that's the Angelina Jolie, like she's yeah. attached to that already. I've heard him, oh, really? I've heard her. I've yeah. heard um, what's his name, Rob Madden, the guy who played uh, or not Rob Madden, Rob Madden, Richard Madden, the no. guy who played uh, Rob Stark on Rob Game Stark, of Thrones, yeah. right, right? Possibly, and somebody, oh, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, I think. Yeah, I heard right, too. right. Oh, fascinating. Okay. Yeah. 
I would be yeah. down for that. Which seems like a good cast already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, well, that's so stupid. Eternals, who cares about it? Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll watch that. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, and then Black Panther 2, uh, Shang-Chi is somewhere in that mix. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shang-Chi. Uh, which has a director, but no director, cast. Director, but no yet. cast. Um, and then, um, yeah, the Black Panther 2 and Captain Marvel 2 are sort of the next ones. Yeah. And Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, too. Is in there. And there's some. I guess you could make. I guess you could make the widow thing on the cheap, not on the cheap, cheap, but like a. Well, that's, what, a I was, small that's what I was trying to say. That's what I was trying to say last week. Is like, I, I, you know, not not you necessarily use the Russo brothers, obviously, because they've already picked another director. But make it make it a spy movie, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they yeah. they've shown themselves willing to bend genre like that. So I yeah. I have no qualms about that and presumably as we've discussed it would need to be a prequel and i think she deserves her own standalone prequel so I don't, I don't, i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not sold on strictly prequel you think it's a post endgame movie about Scarlet, about black i Widow? think i mean i don't know i think i think it could be a prequel tied into a return but i don't know i'm giving you a, just, i'm giving a, you some it's just an art movie eye. of just watching her lie there <laughs> <laughs> two hours of that Scarlett this is, this is about a lot of different movies is all i'm saying like she's yeah. got a lot of <laughs> um, it's called, yeah it's just called black widow character disservice <laughs> oh. <laughs> um uh, too harsh <laughs> and there is some some question mark too about whether or not there's a future avengers movie in the mix in some form which I mean, it certainly seems they would be unwise to let that. I don't know. I think they've made all the money they're going to make out of that. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think no, there. Are, I think yeah. there are other places, other places where you can accomplish basically the same thing. It doesn't have to have the Avengers name tagged. To yes, it. it doesn't have yeah, to. I think. It's I such think a you huge like. It just it like has so much cachet going for it, right? Like that. It's. I, yeah. I could easily excuse them for like just calling every team up an Avengers movie. <laughs> Yeah, well, they kind of did when everybody showed up in Endgame. They, he's like, Avengers Assemble. And it's like, what? <laughs> Technically, a, they're not yeah, all right, Avengers, right. Cal. I'm pretty sure they haven't filled out the paperwork. paperwork yeah. Just, the, just this, yeah. this small group of people. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think there's other fields to... to, to uh, you can let the Avengers field lie fallow as you... For a while, so, anyway. So, yeah. so the I'm not crops elsewhere, yeah. right? Yeah, I think yeah. I think uh, yes next- for a while, but I mean, what two, three, four years? I think you could wait that long and then come back. I mean, that's the Star Wars plan, as far as we can tell. Yeah, well, I mean, I, mean, I, feel, I feel like I feel like them getting the X Men back and the Fantastic Four back. They have enough. Yes, there's enough firepower there to get them through ten years. Plus, yes. and, and then do you do X Men well, versus Avengers? Yeah. Um. I was going to say the the current thing anyway. <laughs> you sound so disgusted. <laughs> I no, I'm just saying I don't. I, having having good guys fight again always a little silly. I was going to yeah. say the Avengers movies themselves have always had at least, uh, with the exception of Infinity War slash Endgame. You know, there's been three years between yeah. them. So, oh yeah, we certainly aren't going to see another one. I would say to three to four years, anyways. Uh, and like you said, we, we need to spend some time building up these other characters is there another you know does the guy i'm wondering if thor shows up in the guardians movie because he's gone off mm-hmm. with them i don't know there's a lot of things there's a lot of moving pieces to play with here i guess is my point yeah oh and who's and the new there, was a, Pat- there was a rumor about uh, about beta ray bill right there was yeah yeah, yeah. so which well, i you know i'm you know it's a, it's a rumor at this point but i'm very much behind yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of rumors 
Uh, and there's gonna be a lot of stuff. There's much more. My, my, my favorite rumors are about iPhone SE2 and uh, and yep. Beta Ray Bill. Well, Beta Ray Bill uses an SE2, I and, think and, and he's much more likely to appear than an iPhone SE2. <laughs> uh, all right, good convo, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the other quick bit I wanted to mention before we leave Superhero Sweep is that as I right before we recorded this show, the uh, CW officially announced that they had ordered the Batwoman show to series. So that will be kicking off this fall and it will be a uh, yeah, there's a, a whole a whole thing, whole thing happening. So is that going to run concurrent with our final season of Arrow? Our because we're a huge part of that. I don't yeah. think they've announced when, but okay. I would not be surprised if this picked up the mantle. Well, after the eight or. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't it know. It seems to make more sense after. It seems like it would, but I also assume that they'll want like, make, have her make an appearance in the, well, crisis is going to, I think she's going to have yeah. to come to play. In crisis. Yeah. It feels right. like you introduce her maybe in crisis and then follow up or start early and then have her play a big role in crisis and, and see Ollie off and pass the, uh, pass the baton sort of thing. The yeah. baton. I'd be, yeah. I'm a little skeptical that they would hold it until after, because that will mean basically debuting in January. Um, which is, is possible. That not done. Yeah. yeah. It's not that it's not done. It's that usually that's for like a, you know, like they be level, like a second stringer show. Yeah, I, I think that would be they would do fewer episodes, um, and they would, yeah. and they would probably not promote as as big. And I think there aren't too many other shows starting. Uh, the CW did not cancel anything this year, which is mm. un, a little unusual. But they did announce that both Arrow and Supernatural would end next season. Uh, but they did, and, and they spun up. Besides the Batwoman show, they spun up two other shows uh today when they announced that so they got a, uh, they got some jiggering to their schedule to be done as well yeah yeah that makes sense though yep so but that will be interesting to see how that plays out i don't know it looks interesting i liked what we saw of it in elseworlds and i will happily check it out and with yeah. no gotham on the air anymore it scratches a particular itch i guess yeah maybe they'll just run uh double episodes of legends Legends of the Comedy Hour. <laughs> yeah, I would watch that. Yeah, yeah, I'd definitely watch that. Same. Show's mm-hmm. been great. Yeah, uh, yeah indeed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's continued great. It's only got a couple episodes left too, so we'll have definitely have to do some wrap up on that when it when it comes to yeah. an end. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to Batwoman. It should be interesting. Uh, I I don't I didn't get enough of a feel for the character in the crossover, despite her having a reasonably big part. But I'm looking forward to see what they do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that wraps up our superhero sweep, uh, and that wraps up this week's episode. We will, of course, be back next week to talk about the season finale, which is entitled "You Have Saved This City," uh, which is, among other things, directed by James Bamford, who is a Arrow standby, and written in part by Beth Schwartz, who is the current showrunner. So it should be. A lot going on there, and since this is setting up both, I believe Emily Bett Rickards' uh, finale as a season as a series regular, and possibly maybe some other characters. I don't know. I guess we've yeah, seen. Yeah. Do a you l- feel that they brought what's her name into the future to uh, be able to see off 
Felicity. What's her name? I'm going to need more. No, you're not. Elena. Elena? Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't John, know. John's my safety net for the names. <laughs> yeah. I had a, I did have to look her name up again before, the, okay. <laughs> like when I was doing the show notes. Um, I don't know because it's one of those weird things where she's getting written off in the present to go probably go off the grid and raise Mia, but yeah. she's still alive in the future. So presumably right. even if they kill her off in the future, she could still show up next season in the present. <laughs> But wait, we know she's not going to, right? I thought we knew she was. We know going she's to. not a regular. We don't know that she won't oh, show up for okay. an episode or two. I would be utterly shocked if she did not show up again in some form for the like for finale. One, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that seems that would seem just ridiculous because it's yeah. not like presumably we don't know what happens, but it's presumably not Oliver just being like, "You're going to go off the grid and raise our daughter." Goodbye but, forever. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. That, that seems a little hard to swallow. Yeah. Well, you know what? Our drinking game should be next year, and we made this is not maybe a crazy one because uh, hopefully it won't be too much. Uh, who do we see back? Walter, Moira. Oh yeah. Uh, Tommy, Robert, Felicity, uh, Deathstroke, Slade. Yeah, lots of questions, lots of open questions. And they only got ten episodes, so, like they don't Alex, have a lot of yeah. Time. Merlin. <laughs> Malcolm, <laughs> Alex is a big win. Biff, yeah, Alex, uh, yeah. Well, Biff better come back. We yeah. should start a letter writing campaign. <laughs> I thought you already tried that. Uh, that, uh, that, 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 uh, that guy that <laughs> Thea dated, who was a Chase League of Assassins. I, I just came across guy? his name. Oh, like, the DJ, the DJ, Chase yeah. the DJ. DJ, DJ Assassin. Yep, DJ that's Assassin. the that's the other spinoff that they greenlit today. By the way. <laughs> Uh, well all right yeah we should definitely have some pools going but 10 episodes is not a long time to faff around like you got to kind of get to your point so i think that's an interesting uh it's a change in production from what they've done to date i think so i I will be very interested to see how that plays out i think as we've discussed before also next week since it is the season finale uh i think we will live stream our recording yep on the incomparable.com so we'll be tweeting about that and uh if you're interested you can of course tune in uh to chat with us as we recap that episode and the whole season uh yeah. and it'll, it'll get printed out on your, on your dot matrix as you watch <laughs> yep. <laughs> ah but that brings this week's episode to a close i'd like to thank my delightful co-hosts were they even here all along guy english thanks for being here uh you know what? I'm a huge Springsteen fan, and I've been doing nothing but blanking on lyrics today. Anyway, it's the city of brotherly love. Mm, but I can't. Anyway, just, yeah. just get me out of this. Yep, we're gonna. Thing. I'm gonna just pull the cord on Help. this right now. John Moltz, thank you for being here. Only my beard was here. <laughs> and I'm born to run. I. Where do you want to go with this guy? Uh, From this podcast. Thank you all for reading along with us. And uh, your support means everything to us. We, we would not do this show without you, our dear readers. And we hope you will tune in next week for our uh, our season seven swan song. Uh, I guess maybe our, our show swan song, too. I don't know. There's some there's some questions in the air of how that's going to play out. But yeah, tune in for our live show next week. And we'll have many reveals and surprises and exciting things. 
<laughs> I promise all of this. I overpromise. I underdeliver. That's how I do this. Yes. Uh, that's that's kind the right of the show. theme of the show, Dan. That's, yeah, yep. that is our show. <laughs> Thank you, and we will see you next week.